It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance Series XM Channel 80 as well. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is your Canty and Carlin call-in line. Good afternoon, Christopher Canty. So what you're saying is you're the antithesis of Pat McAfee and A.J. Hawk. Well, no, listen, Pat, Pat, they made a tremendous business decision. They, they, they're, they're outstanding, yeah, by the way. They yeah, do a great done job. They've an amazing job. Yeah. But bringing them on the show, was that's brilliant. But they always give Aaron Rodgers a soft place to land, and you're the opposite. You never give him a soft place to land. Well, like any he, of the decisions that he, he makes. If he came on the show, as much as he goes on that show, I would give him a soft place to land. <laughs> I'm not a dumbass. <laughs> What's my credo? Don't, Don't be, be a dumbass. dumbass. Exactly. <laughs> Well, we're starting there with Aaron Rodgers today. And, uh, in fact, here's a clip from Aaron who was on uh, the Pat McAfee show yesterday. All the other, you know, ideas about, you know, trade and whatnot, that's all conjecture until um, I even decide uh, what I want to do moving forward for myself. If they felt like it was in the best interest of the team to move forward, so be it, you know. That wouldn't offend me. That wouldn't... uh, you know, make me feel like a victim. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have any animosity towards the team. I have a lot of love for what's going on in Green Bay, and I'd love to finish there. I would, and and uh, I might have finished there. You know, who knows? But what's the old adage? You know, that people want to say, "Oh, the grass isn't always greener." Yeah. You know, on the other side, and I always say, "The grass is green where you water it," and yeah. I think that's the most important thing to remember. Change is is a part of this business. It's a part of life. And I think being open to it and embracing whatever that change looks like is an important part of coming to peace with whatever decision lies lies ahead. That's not even an answer, Carlin. That is just a stream of consciousness from Aaron Rodgers, just talking it through in terms of what he would like to do, how he views the situation and what the future might hold. Yeah. He gave no definitive answers in that statement. He said, I would like to finish my career there in Green Bay, but I don't know if they're going to want me back. And the grass is always greener on the other side, but the grass is green where you water it. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Carla. The Green Bay Packers organization has been doing a hell of a lot of watering when it comes to maintaining Aaron Rodgers. This guy is a diva quarterback. He's high maintenance. And they've gone out of their way to make sure that he knows that they want him there in Green Bay. They want him there. Carla, they gave the guy last offseason a three-year contract extension for $150 million dollars. He's scheduled to make $60 million this year, Carlin. How, how much more does an organization need to do to show you that they want you? I, I, I don't know what else they could do to show you that they want you. They, they have given you every single thing that you wanted, including coaches, including personnel. They have given you everything that you have asked for for the last couple of years. And you have still acted like a petulant child mm. in a lot of this in your own you know, zen kind of way. Yeah. All right, that, that's all fine. If he is to return to Green Bay, are they going to win next year? My answer would be no. I, I don't know where the playmakers are coming from. He did, to his credit, express a willingness 
to restructure his deal a little bit, yep. understanding that his deal is prohibitive to bringing in other players. What does that look like? He's not going to go. Oh, for, restructuring the deal means adding yeah. some dummy years on exactly. the back end of it, like Drew Brees did at and the end of his career in New Orleans. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 well, yeah. Anytime a player says they're willing to rework their deal, yeah. what they're saying is, yeah, give me more guaranteed money up front. That way, you can prorate the salary cap hit over the remaining years of the contract. That's all he's saying. Aaron Rodgers is not suggesting in any way, shape, or form that he's willing to take a pay cut. But, Carlin, his comments take us to a different place. It's not a matter of Green Bay trying to or having the ability to figure out a way to retain Aaron Rodgers. The question is, should the Green Bay Packers want to? Because they're paying a guy $50 million a year on average – and they're on the outside looking into the playoffs, and they had an opportunity to make the playoffs in a win-and-end game against a Detroit Lions team that at kickoff had nothing to play for, and they didn't get it done. And your quarterback led your offense to a grand total of 16 points at home. That is unacceptable. Chris, what you're doing here if you're the Packers and you want to bring him back is you're delaying the inevitable, and you are going to make yourself a little bit more miserable for another year. You are letting the situation continue its status quo. And for me, it's unacceptable. Uh, It should have been a big enough red flag when Devontae Adams wanted to move on, even though you had offered him more money. Mm -hmm. That should have been, whoa, maybe we need to rethink this for the future, but it wasn't. And so Aaron now, I I think if you put him in the right situation, could still be a playoff quarterback. Mm. I don't think... Right now in Green Bay, they are anywhere close to winning a championship. So it is unjustifiable to bring Aaron Rodgers back. Are you going to have to eat it for a year or two? Absolutely you are. But that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because it brings you to the next era. It allows you to move on. All you're doing if you bring him back is getting the same results and... You're pushing off the future down the road when you don't need to be doing that anymore. And I always go back to this adage. He's talking about adages. Here's one. When somebody shows you who they are, time and again, believe them. Believe them. And they're not believing him if they want to bring him back. And here's the other part to that. If you bring him back, are you exercising Jordan Love's fifth-year option this spring? Probably not, right? I, I couldn't Probably imagine. Not. I couldn't imagine that you're going to carry – Aaron Rodgers, fifty-nine and a half million dollar contract or million dollar cap hit with the, right. with the with the with the bonus and with the base salary, and add on top of that another twenty-something million dollars with Jordan Love's fifth-year option. All right, Chris, I know he hasn't played a ton of games. Yeah, how much do they know about Jordan Love and what he is? They don't know a damn. Practice? They don't know a damn thing. They they, they they can't know a lot about Jordan Love because you you really don't have any idea about what a player is capable of until they're actually in the fire, until they're actually in a game. Think about this. Kyle Shanahan said he loved the decision-making of Brock Purdy in training camp, but he had limited reps because of, I guess, Nate Sudfeld and and uh, and Trey Lance getting the lion's share of the opportunities. He didn't know what Brock Purdy was capable of until Brock Purdy stepped in against the Miami Dolphins after Jimmy G got hurt, and then he's won seven straight starts. Like You don't know until the player is actually out there. Yeah. And so you can have an idea about Jordan Love, some of the skill sets, the things that he does well, the things that he doesn't, but you don't know how he's going to perform in the moment. And that's why we thought down the stretch this regular season 
maybe the Packers should get this opportunity, get this kid an opportunity, get an extended look. We thought that because we knew that they had a consequential decision to make with his fifth-year option this spring. But now they have little to no information about what Jordan Love is or isn't, and they're going to have to decide on that and not necessarily know exactly where you're at with Aaron Rodgers and what he wants to do with his football future. That is an uncomfortable position for the Packers to be in, but they put themselves in this situation because they gave him the contract. The only question now is, how do they chart a path forward? And to me, Carlin, it's about ripping the Band-Aid off. You tell Aaron Rodgers, this is what it is. We need to know what you're going to do by certain date so we can make plans for our future. And I think those plans should be moving on from him, trading him and getting what you can, and starting over with Jordan Love. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. We welcome in ESPN NFL reporter Kimberly Martin, who joins us right now for more on Aaron Rodgers' comments. Kmart, it's Canty and Carlin. Okay, what was your initial read on what he had to say yesterday? Uh, <laughs> I listen. I give up. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I honestly give up. I don't know what more. Um, I get. I think if we looked at his comments from yesterday, just in a vacuum, they do make sense. You know, he's a guy who's just sort of um, talking it through with the world, right? Like he's literally having conversation with his boys but the world is privy to it. And he's sort of like, you know, I could stay. I'd like to stay, but I also, I'm not opposed to leaving. You know, I, I still feel like I'm an MVP and all that stuff, but you got to look at it beyond just the vacuum of just this season. This is a guy who literally has, has forced the Packers to do the opposite of what they intended to. Like he blew up their whole plan and they gave him money and said, Hey, we messed up. You are our guy. And now you would think that he would say, okay, let's just try. You know what? We fell short of our goal. I'm coming back. I want to play. These young receivers are going to be better this year. Let, let, let's just make this happen. And instead, it feels like it's a, you know, we're back to last offseason. And we shouldn't be back to last offseason. Kmart, we were on Get Up this morning, and Greeny had Rob Domofsky on, and he said it didn't, didn't, he didn't anticipate that Rodgers' decision would take quite as long as what we saw last year or even a year prior where it went right up until training mm-hmm. camp. So what's your, what's your uh, I guess, outlook on the timing of Aaron Rodgers making a decision on whether he's going to run it back in Green Bay or go somewhere else? Well, uh, I mean, here's the problem. Again, Beyond the vacuum, just pull the lens back a little bit. Him taking forever and a day last year, I, it, it cost them Devontae Adams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it cost them, it cost the franchise, like, being able to sort of get start the clock as far as, like, what is our offseason plan and what are we trying to do? Who Are we going to bring in anybody? Are we going to just draft? Who are we going to draft? So the sooner he – I think this will be a quicker process, Lord would hope. Um, because it seems more clear that he is going – at least uh, there isn't anybody I've talked to around the league who doesn't expect Aaron Rodgers to have a jersey on in 2023, an mm-hmm. NFL jersey. So we all assume he's going to play. Uh, so I, I would hope for his sake 
for and for Green Bay's sake. And, and and here's the thing: if he decides, you know what, you don't want to you don't want to keep any of my boys, the Randall Cobbs and Mercedes Lewis's and all that. Okay, let let me go my separate way. Cool. We everybody would be fine with that. But give them the heads up so they can find a situation that can benefit everybody, that they can get get the draft compensation that they want, that you can get to a destination that you love. You know, the quicker he decides, the quicker all of these dominoes around him start to fall. Kimberly Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, joining Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. All right, look, just gut feeling. If you want to – I don't even know if he lets us have a gut feeling, Kimberly – but, <laughs> like, that is – we're, we're all pretty certain he's not going to go to the NFC if he does get traded. Gut feeling, is he in Green Bay, or where could he be next year? What's a logical place? I think he – I would much rather see him in, with the Packers. I think the Packers have always made the most sense. I, I think, for whatever reason, Aaron has been able to – well, not for whatever reason. He's a future Hall of Famer, so he's been able – to to accrue this sort of leverage um, and and sort of be able to manipulate the situation to his liking, which he should be allowed to do. Don't get me wrong. He's that talented. I think Green Bay makes the most sense. I think this offseason, if he just comes in and spends a little bit more time with these receivers, if he works with the or if he is in lockstep with Brian Gutekunst, as far as where they're thinking drafting wise, like you got you're this isn't just Aaron Rodgers, our QB. It's, Aaron Rodgers is like our COO. Like he's our co, mm. you know what I mean? Like he's our co-partner of this organization. Like that was what got you in this, in this predicament in the first place, not giving the guy a heads up that you're going to move up to take Jordan Love. I think this will be a better situation for him if he is privy to what is happening, but doesn't try to monopolize everything and just get all his boys signed and, and leave the Packers no wiggle room. And Kmart, you since you brought him up, let's just go there. How does all of this uncertainty around Aaron Rodgers impact Jordan Love? That is really that is honestly that is the shame of this whole situation because mm. Jordan Love was going to be a guy that um, would need some seasoning. I think that's how I describe a lot of these young quarterbacks need some seasoning. And if you're the if you're another team, have you you guys tell me would you? feel comfortable trading for Jordan Love based on what you've seen. There are, there have been flashes, right? Mm-hmm. But is there enough that makes you think, oh, okay, let's just take our chances with Jordan Love um, versus us just drafting our own guy or us getting someone, a, a proven veteran that could help us. I just don't think there's enough, enough body of work for Jordan Love. He has not had the time to also develop in a system. I mean, the guy... We've literally wasted, I don't want to say wasted, but he spent so many years in Green Bay not to get on the field. I think that is the shame of it all because they, he was going to be the future until Aaron Rodgers said, oh, no, tell him to sit down because I'm not done. Kim Bart, if you'll remember, Kimberly Martin, ESPN NFL reporter joining us, a few months back, we brought you in on, well, it was a little fun we were having, a little game show that we were having where we had comments from Kyrie Irving and Kanye West. Now, we're not going to do that game show anymore because it's a little more problematic than it was then. But that aside, when we heard what he had to say, what Aaron had to say about what I always say is I water my grass and, you know, that's when it'll be greener. <laughs> and he tries to, he's tried to be philosophical. So, Kmart, I'm going to give you a line and you are going to tell me if this was said by Aaron Rodgers 
or the Dalai Lama. Okay? Love this. <laughs> Love this. Once again, I will give you a statement, and you tell me who said it, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. or the Dalai Lama. Okay. Leadership cannot be forced or contrived. It has to be your personality. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. There we go. All right, Kmart. All right, good one start. for one. Manifest the desires of your heart. You know what's funny? It sounds like Aaron Rodgers, but I'll say Dalai Lama. Aaron Rodgers. Wow, Kmart, you were leaning in the right direction. You had it. You had it. It sounds like the kind of not. No, I don't want to say nonsense, but it sounds. He says, but I was like, there's no way Aaron actually said that, is there? All right, I'm wrong. He has. All right. All right, next up. I am just one human being. <laughs> that is such Aaron Rodgers talk right there. Come on, Kmart, you had it. Okay. You had it. Get back on track. Get back on track. Okay. Let's go. Uh, I really want to ingrain myself in the culture and the people, and I apologize about having an allergy to dairy products that gives me irritable bowel. Okay. That's got to be Aaron Rodgers. That is correct. There we go. There we go. One more, Kimberly. Here we go. Spread love and positivity. Spread love and positivity. You know what? The Dalai Lama should have said that. Um, yeah. <laughs> you going Dalai Lama? Dalai Lama. Dalai yeah. Lama? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Come on, I'm sorry. That, that was actually Skip Bayless. Okay. Thank uh, you, K-Mart. I mean, I thought that, I thought that was uh, Christopher Wallace. I thought that was Biggie Smalls. <laughs> love is a Brooklyn way, baby. There it is. <laughs> this, this game is fantastic. This is the problem with Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's out here sounding like the Dalai Lama and Confucius every week with Pat McAfee. Like, it, needs, it just needs to stop. It needs to stop. <laughs> Well, guess what? We've got more, plenty of more to play a little bit later on. Kmart, thank you. Awesome, Kmart. Appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Kimberly Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We will play some more of that with Canty. A little bit later that on. That is a great game. That is a great, that is outstanding, by the way. That is outstanding. Well, we've got more of it to do. We'll have some fun with that. Coming up, an unexpected jab at the Cincinnati Bengals from somebody who just needs to shut up. That's on the way after we tell you about this from our friends at Indeed. Now, this new year, make the resolution to speed up your hiring process. Check out Indeed, the hiring platform that makes it simple to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. Just sponsor a post and get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. Then invite them to apply and get connected. No more jumping from site to software, to cell phone. Manage everything from your employer dashboard where you can easily schedule virtual interviews. Get started at Indeed.com slash credit. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle 
and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. One of the NFL's best teams will stay alive on the road to the Super Bowl. Burrow in the shotgun with Chase. Takes the snap. Leaves the pocket wide open over the middle. is Jamar Chase. Touchdown. Bengals threatening again. Burrow back corner of the end zone. Wide open. Hayden Hurst. It's been a flawless performance by the Cincinnati Bengals today. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed for the AFC Championship game. By the way, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, the lines are open right now at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The question is, if Aaron Rodgers wants to come back to Green Bay, should the Packers want him back? That's the question we put to you. And also, should the Packers move on no matter what? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, I was completely thrown off by this comment from Buffalo Bills GM Brandon Bean in reference to the Cincinnati Bengals. No, they have a good team. I mean, they right now are on the advantage of a rookie quarterback contract. They had some lean years without getting too much into their build. I don't want to suck bad enough to have to get Jamar Chase. Like, he's a heck of a talent. I'd love to have him, but you gotta you got to go through some lean years to do that. You know, they were able to get Burrow one. I don't remember where Chase was drafted, but it was pretty high. Like, And those guys are on their rookie deals. We're paying Stefan Diggs a pretty hefty number. We're paying Josh Allen a pretty hefty number. So there is the constraints of the cap. They have a really good team. They got some good young players. Settle down for a second, Brandon. First of all, that, you, that's a lot of shade coming from yeah, Brandon B. A lot of shade. It's a lot of shade that you just shouldn't be throwing. Number yeah. one, you just lost to them. Settle down. Yeah. Number two, uh, was it a problem? All of those cap issues that you have this past offseason when you went out and got Von Miller. No, and here's the other part. It wasn't a problem when you played in the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago when Josh Allen was on a rookie deal. So you enjoyed the same exact advantage that the Cincinnati Bengals enjoyed. Okay? I get it. They had some years where it was tough. They ended up with the number one overall pick. Listen, it's not like you didn't have the seventh overall pick when you went and got Josh Allen. So you had all to I'm, suck to get there. All, all I'm simply saying is this: like, I don't understand why Brandon Bean is spending his time focusing on 
the team that his squad fell short to rather than finding a way to rework this roster so that they're more competitive in January football in Buffalo in inclement weather. I don't know if he knows this or not, but there's a decent chance that you might get some snow in some cold conditions in January in Orchard Park. If that's the case, you might want to be able to have a team that can run the football outside of your quarterback and have some balance on offense. You don't. And that's as much a flaw when it comes to roster construction as it is the overall players not executing. I don't understand why Brandon Bean is pointing the finger at what the hell Mike Brown and Zach Taylor are doing in Cincinnati when he's got his own business to take care of, okay? Yeah. Brian Dabo, you didn't do a great job replacing him with Ken Dorsey. You know how I know that? Because your quarterback set a career high in 23 turnovers this season if you include the playoffs. So why the hell are you focusing on the Bengals' business when they're moving on to play in the conference championship game rather than finding a way to fix your quarterback and to fix your balance on your roster when it comes to being able to run the football? Brandon, don't sit there and talk about basically insinuating that the system's unfair or that you have to really be awful for a long time. That's what he did. That's what he did. Well, you were awful for a good 20 years, yeah. if we're being truthful about it. and you're, At least your organization was before you got there. Yeah. You were awful to get your quarterback. How many division titles did they win when Tom Brady was in the AFC East? Yeah, I think exactly. the number is zero. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm okay. Not mista- if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, I would also add that you traded a first-round pick to go get Stephon Diggs. It's not like you, you didn't go and just get him in free agency or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You, you gave away one of those high assets that you had. It's frustrating to hear a rival GM who just lost to that team complain about why you did. No, why you did is what you mentioned a second ago. Your quarterback took a major step backwards. Yeah. He could not stop turning the ball over, especially in the red zone. By the way, I'd also point out you didn't really do a great job replacing what you lost on the offensive line. No. Questenberry, Roger Saffold, were they great this year? No, they were Jags, they just were, a guy. Exactly. And you talked about it in the in the in the backfield. I mean, they couldn't run the ball to save their lives. No. And but they traded on. Zach Moss for Naeem Hines and you got a boost on special teams, but you didn't get a boost in your running game. No. And that's no. all on the general manager. That, I heard about a, James Cook all year about that, how he's that's on be a your big purview. Factor. Yeah, that's on your purview. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we're running the football. We're running the football. Isn't Stop. that what we heard around Thanksgiving? They beat the Cleveland Browns. They beat the Detroit Lions. We're running the football. We're running the football. When you need the running game in January to lean on, to be able to sustain drives, to get first downs, to get scoring opportunities, it was nowhere to be found. The offense was boom or bust. If it's not a fifty-yard bomb to Steph Diggs, Gabe Davis or uh, Shakir, then then you got nothing. That's a problem when your offense doesn't have any semblance of balance, and that's on the general manager and the head coach to get figured out. Listen, Sean McDermott has been there since, what, 2017? Mm -hmm. They they ain't fixed the offensive line yet, Carlin. They ain't fixed it yet. Those two guys been there since 2017. That's six seasons. They ain't fixed it yet. At some point, you got to get that fixed, don't you? I would think. At some point. So why are we sitting here focused on the Cincinnati Bengals? Take care of your own business. You know what, Carlin? I would have almost had more respect for Brandon Bean if he came out and said, you know, our guys were running low. Emotionally, physically, mentally. That's what they said. We were spent. You know, with all of the things that our team dealt with, with DeMar Hamlin and with Dawson Knox's brother passing, 
everything that this community is dealing with, with the fatal snowstorms and the mass shooting before the season, it all weighed on us throughout the entire year, and we came up short. We didn't have our fastball. We didn't have our A game when we needed it against the Bengals. Hats off to them. They're moving on. Hopefully our situation, our, our, our fortune will be a little bit better next year. That's what you should have said. Mm-hmm. Instead, it sounds like a built-in excuse as to why the Bengals were the better team on Sunday when it felt like you had it all teed up for you to make a run with Josh Allen to the Super Bowl. Think about the solid the NFL was doing the, the Buffalo Bills. They were going to have a neutral site conference so championship game. did everything game. they could, could to help a you. A neutral site conference championship game because they felt like it was unfair what happened on Monday night in Cincinnati a few weeks ago. They were going to gift you an opportunity they the rules. To, play, <laughs> to play Kansas City on a neutral site. Oh, this is after they changed the rules, Carlin, going back to last year with overtime. Yep. Remember that? Oh, it's not fair that Josh Allen didn't get a chance to touch the ball. So in the playoffs, the overtime rule is not going to be if a team scores a touchdown first. You know what it's going to be? Hey, both teams will have an opportunity to possess the ball even if the other team scores a touchdown. They did all of this for the Buffalo Bills. And now Brandon Bean is coming up with more excuses as to why they can't get it done? Miss me with all of that. Your chance to weigh in next, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If Aaron Rodgers wants to go back to Green Bay, should the Packers want to bring him back? That question is on the table. Plus, up next, more shade being thrown around, but this time it's inside the locker room in Dallas. We'll explain next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. I want you, but Green Bay, I want you to, want me to. Is this what Aaron Rodgers is singing to the Packers right now? I don't know, but this sounds like my 20s. <laughs> that whole sentiment. You know what this sounds like? Oh. When I was a twinkle in my father's eye. <laughs> Marvin, please believe it. Kenzie and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Uh, your chance right now to weigh in on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So let's do it. Andrew in Tampa is up first on ESPN Radio. Andrew, what's up, dude? Uh, good afternoon, guys. How you guys doing today? We're great. How are you? Good, man. Thank you for asking. Um, yeah, I live in Tampa, but I've been pretty much in the Packers bloodline my whole life. And uh, this is the cyclical nature of Aaron Rodgers. Just year after year, this man cannot make up his mind. And obviously, $60 million with, like Canty said, a quote-unquote readjustment on the cap is just going to hurt us more in the long run. 
I say it's time to skip it. I was ready for him to go last year. I mean, there's going to be there's a lot of really good talent coming up, and there's obviously a lot more holes that we could fill, um, especially on the defensive end. That I feel like we could really use these assets and also get a wide receiver. And I mean, sixty million dollars a seat, man. I mean, that's that's almost like probably a third of a lot of team salary caps, but. I'll hang up the phone. I'll, I'll let you guys get some insight, and I appreciate you taking my call. Thank you. No problem. We appreciate you checking in, Andrew. And the first thing I'd say is I actually believe Aaron, Aaron Rodgers knows exactly what he wants to do. Yeah. I, I think he has known exactly what he's wanted to do each and every offseason that this has gone on. It's been a lot more about dragging it out, getting attention, and making a circus of himself into not a circus of himself, but a circus of the situation to drag out getting what he wants from the Packers. Well, he's intimated that he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. Now, he's since softened that position in terms of not wanting to stand on the table for Randall Cobb and Robert Tanyan and Mercedes Lewis and guys of that ilk that are still there that are his buddies. But here's the deal, Carlin. If he wants to be back in Green Bay, he's going to be back in Green Bay. You know how I know that? The contract stipulates that. But he dictates this situation. He holds all the cards because guess what? If the Green Bay Packers try to trade him, all Aaron Rodgers has to say is, I don't want to play anywhere else. I'll retire. Now, you and I don't think he's going to retire. But if you're a team that's going to fork over multiple first-round draft picks, which is the compensation the Packers want in order to get him, you want assurances that Aaron Rodgers is going to come play for you. And the fact that that could potentially happen is a non-starter for any trade talk. So, If you're Aaron Rodgers, this comes down to what do you want to do? If you want to go back to Green Bay, then you will be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, my problem, though, is that if you are the Packers, at some point you have to take control of the situation. How can you you take control of the situation, though? I think they can, Chris. I think the easiest way to do this is to say, Aaron, look, we're ready to move on, and if you don't want to play somewhere else— that's fine. Walk away. And I, I get it. He is their best asset right now. But the Packers are not going to go anywhere to begin with in the next couple of years. And they are a team, in Brandon Bean's words, that needs to suck for a couple of years to reset. And frankly, that's the best thing for that organization is to move on from him. And if they don't, listen, if you want to work with him and try to get him to a place where it's going to work for him, Great. If he doesn't want to play for anybody else but the Packers, we've done this. And I would start to get the word out that this is Aaron, this is not us. Well, listen, I, I'm all about the Packers getting off of the Rodgers roller coaster. Believe you me. I'm just simply pointing out what the contract says. They have to exercise his bonus in that window between the start of the new league year and the beginning of, of week one in the NFL. That's when that $58.3 million has to be exercised, some point in that window. If Aaron Rodgers tells them he wants to come back, what are you going to do if you're Green Bay? I mean, what are you, you, you can't force him to retire. So at some point, you're either going to have to exercise his option or, God forbid, have to cut him. Either way, you're not going to win. So, again, if he wants to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, he will be. That is the bed that the Packers have made. As unfortunate and as uncomfortable as it makes everybody else in the building, that's the reality of the situation. Roy's on the truck phone up next on ESPN Radio. Roy, what's going on, bud? Hey, not too much, y'all, CC. Um, man, what is wrong with Aaron? See, this is why I stopped watching baseball, because of the way these, these players were acting. He's a grown man. 
I wish Aaron would keep on, just come on and play. He's a great quarterback. What is wrong? What do they need to make him motivated to stop with these little shenanigans and play? Because I miss, I miss Green Bay being in it. I like Aaron. My mama loves him. But this little charade of his has to stop. It's not a charade. It's just I'm going to suck all the air out of the room for my own benefit. And yeah. I'm going to show you how enlightened I am in the way I do it. Meanwhile, all I'm doing is holding your attention, which is what my goal is. Yeah, this is just an extension of how he acted in the 2020 offseason after they drafted Jordan Love. That's all this is. It's I can, and so I will. I'm going to exert every bit of leverage that I have over this franchise because you guys tried to replace me. And then I went on to win back-to-back MVPs, and now that I've got the hammer, I'm going to swing it. And I don't begrudge players when they exert leverage over these franchises, Carlin, because I don't feel bad for billionaires. I just don't. But in this situation, I do feel bad for Jordan Love. I Mm. do feel bad for the rest of the team because the organization can't move forward. He's essentially held them hostage for the last several years. The only problem with that now is Aaron Rodgers is not a player that I would consider an elite quarterback. He was 24th in completion percentage above expected this year. He was 26th in QBR. And in a win-and-end situation, Carlin, in Week 18, which is the most telling moment of the entire season, he came up small. I actually think he could still win somewhere if there were a lot of pieces around him. But he's not the force multiplier anymore. But But here's the point. The pieces aren't in Green Bay. No, they the aren't. The Packers are closer to a rebuild than they are a championship. But they can't turn the page because they've given Aaron Rodgers all of this leverage in the form of a contract extension last offseason. Well, what if, they don't ex- what if they don't exercise the option? What if they don't do that in between the start of the league year and the start of week one? What if it's just, we're moving on? What then? I mean, they're going to be awful. I don't know that they. I don't know that they. Him. I don't know that they don't, have a choice. Yeah, I need to look at that. that. I, don't, I don't think I they have, have to look a choice. At it and see how it works. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they have a choice. I think they can choose when they can do it. I don't know that they can choose whether or not they can take that off the table. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from three to seven Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can watch and listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.